0: You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah 5780, 2020. This week's Parsha is Parsha for A. I'd like to say two things before I begin. Number one, I'd like to invite you to visit my website, AriGoldwag.com slash new album. I am Bor Hashem. I have a new album that just came out called Yeshli Hakal. Have Fifteen songs, powerful songs. It is Hashem reminding us of our obligation to akodesh Baruch Hu. So many different ways, so many different styles, so many different kivunim directions. So so I'd like to put out some videos in order to to uh, spread the message even further. And I invite you to help me out, join together in the crowdfunding, com slash new album. Number two, I'd like to get, dedicate this, uh, the following divartura Torah and uh, partial podcasts in the S'chus Rufu Shlema of Menachem Mendel ben Sima Bracha. And uh, if anyone has a name that they would like to dedicate the Parsha podcast with, let me know. And uh, we should have in mind, Menachem Mendel ben Simabrocha lurafuash leima Okay, I'd like to share with you a thought from the Mezrash in our Parsha, uh, Parsha Surah A, Perakid Bez, Pasuk chaf. Kiyarchiv Hashem lekecha eskivulchah. Pasuk tells us that when Hashem will expand our borders, as he said to you, a person lives far away, let's say from the Beis Hamigdash or from the Mishkan, and they want to eat meat. So in the times when Kalah Yisrael, the 40 years of the Jewish people were inside of the wilderness, when they lived in the wilderness, so they were only allowed to eat meat if it was part of a korban, if it was part of a sacrifice that was brought on the Mishkan, then they'd be able to eat meat. So the question arrives, let's say a person, uh, they come into Eretz Yisrael, they live far away from the Mishkan. they want to eat meat. The Torah permits when the Jewish people enter their land, and indeed the land is expanded for the Jewish people, so then they're going to be allowed to eat meat. Now the Medrash tells us some very interesting things about this halacha, about this concept. and Amrin, the sages say, there are a number of things that we find that Hashem prohibits in one place, permits in other places. This is an example of it. You have other examples we can think about. The concept of Yibun. A person is not allowed to marry his, his brother's wife, but if they didn't have any children, he's allowed to marry her, he's obligated to marry her. There are other, there are other uh, instances. Kilayim: you're not allowed to have um, wool and linen in the same garment, but for the Kohen Gadot, for the High Priest... For the Kohanim, in general, they're allowed to, indeed, in certain circumstances, for the special uh, clothing that they would wear for the service inside of the Beit Hamikdash. says the measures You should know. Asar Yisrael, Velechol, Achi, Viena, Pesach, there is a general principle: as long as they lived in the wilderness, they were not allowed to bring, they're not allowed to eat meat unless it was brought as a sacrifice. The person eats meat without bringing that uh, animal to the entrance of the, of the tabernacle. So then, that person would have spiritual excision. It's considered like he has spilled blood. So, it's forbidden. But here the Torah says that when you come into Eretz Yisrael, when you come to the land of Israel, it's going to be permitted for you. Okay. So how do we know that this is true? It's speaking about when we come into Eretz Yisrael, when Hashem shall expand your borders. Okay. So that's the measure. It's a very interesting concept, very interesting idea, that there are certain things that Hashem prohibited, and then Hashem made permitted. Another concept that comes to mind is the idea of ishus between a man and his wife. So, at times of the month that they're permitted, there are times of the month that they're prohibited. The thing that which is pro- prohibited becomes permitted. The same relationship in one context, it's, not, it's it's a problem. It's going to cause spiritual excision, kares. But in a different context, not only is it uh, not only is it not forbidden, but it's a mitzvah. It's an obligation. Okay, it's very interesting so I want to understand what is the concept here what is why does Hashem make something prohibited why indeed was it prohibited in the wilderness why did it become mutter why did it become pr- permitted when we got into the land of Israel how does, what is the concept of kiyarchiv, Hashem l'kecha the idea of expansion what is the expansion when Kalah comes into Eretz Yisrael there's an expansion that occurs what is this expansion and how does it permit us something which is forbidden before now it's permitted what is the idea so the next Medrash says, Tabarakhir. It seems to be a different concept. However, I believe that the, not only is it not a different concept, but it's actually going to help us understand much better what is the idea that Hashem prohibits something than permits something. Very deep, very powerful idea. Ki Yarchiv, It says the Medrash that when it says Ki this is what the Pasuk means as follows. Agila bechazdecha. The verse says in him." chapter in psalms chapter thirty one verses eight and nine I will rejoice exceedingly Agila is one type of rejoicing the Esmucha is another type of rejoicing there is one there is two levels of rejoicing here butde with your kindness you saw my pain you knew the oppression that my soul experienced if you didn't allow me to be given over to the hands of my enemies you stood me up with expansion you ex- you stood my feet up with expansion so we see in this pasuk the idea of expansion that's connected to the fact that the pasuk tells us that when we get into Eretz Yisrael there's an expansion that occurs it's an expansion we live in Chutz Laretz. we live in the wilderness 40 years in the wilderness we've been in Golis for 1, 1900 years almost or more, yeah, more than 1900 years sorry, almost 2000 years and there's a constriction when we're there but there's an expansion that occurs when Hashem releases us from the exile when Hashem takes us out of the wilderness we're coming to Eretz Yisrael Rabban and Amran the sages say as follows listen to this there's two different opinions as to whom this verse is speaking about the Pasuk and Tehillim one opinion is that it's speaking about Yosef at Sadik. And we need to understand that really, the, two different, the second opinion is that it's speaking about Kala Yisrael. We need to know that Yosef represents Kala Yisrael. Yosef is the first one to go down into Egypt, into, into Gullus. The Jewish people are to follow him. That which the Neshama Kalele the does, the soul which includes all the other souls, a king, Yosef HaTzadik was a king, that which he experiences is representative of what's going to happen for the entire Jewish people because he includes them all within himself. So, it's important to understand that. Let's see what the measure says about Yosef, and we'll see what the measure says about Kval Yisrael, and we'll see how it applies to understanding the idea of the forbidden which becomes permitted. Rabbanan Ameniyah Posek Azemedar Yosef, the sages say it's talking about Joseph. Yosef said to Baruch and Devon HaMelech, as it were, was, was expressing the sentiment of Yosef Hatzadik. Yosef says, I need, to, I need to rejoice. I need to be so joyous, so happy. The double lashon, this double language, because of the kindness that you did for me. If you would have just taken me away from the hands of the wife of, of Potiphar, meaning, if you would have, she, she punished me. I ended up in jail. If you would have just freed me from the jail, so I would have been happy. I would have been happy just coming going getting out free, right? When he originally, as we mentioned, I believe last week, when Yosef originally asks the sarmashkin to get him out, he just says, I want to be free. He doesn't say I want to be the king. He doesn't it's not his focus. He would have been happy just being freed, being able to go back to his father's home. But an amazing thing happens to Yosef. Not only is Yosef freed from the state of being in, in a, in incarcerated, being stuck in jail, but he becomes not just a regular citizen, he becomes a king. <speaking in> Hevi <Hebrew> So I rejoice. There's a double language, I rejoice. And I sing your praises, Hashem, because of your kindness. Hashem, <speaking in Hebrew> you saw my difficulty, Ze <speaking> Yosef. <in Hebrew> the verse, this is all an explanation of the verse in Psalms. This is Yosef, she Bo by when he was in jail, so he experienced terrible, terrible difficulties. It's not in this magic but it's brought down. You didn't allow me to be, to be handed over to my enemy. It's Potiphar, Potiphar or maybe it's his wife. His, Potiphar's wife would come down to the jail every single day during those 12 years that he was in the jail and she would keep trying to get him to sin with him, with her. But you expanded me. You stood me up in expansion. So what does it mean? It means for Yosef, tell you, you placed me to be the leader of the entire Egypt. Now think about this also in terms of Kalal Yisrael. Kalal Yisrael has been in Golis, oppressed by the nations of the world, killed for being Jews, six million of us, millions more in the Inquisitions. You know, by, the, on the, by the hands of the Christians by the hands of the Ishmaelim the Arabs 2,000 years almost right think about it in terms of you know Kala promise that we're going to ultimately be just as Yosef was the king over Mitzrayim over Egypt Kala is going to be the king over the world you see it happening in the fields of technology these are all hints to what's going to be in the future as far as the spiritual leadership that we're going to have but it's important to give that in mind. So Yosef is not just freed. Call Israel will not just return to Eretz Yisrael, get back our land. That's, not the, that's just the beginning. That's just the beginning. Yosef was the leader of the land. He's the one who gave food to every single person. And then he became the king over the Jewish people. They all fell down. In front of him, on their faces, as they bow down to him. So the, it's interesting. The Meirsh here quotes the entire story with with Yosef recognizing them. The brothers didn't recognize him. But the point is, there's a harchava. There's an expansion, and this is a, an amazing, important point. Klal Yisrael experiences a challenge, a two thousand year gullus. Unbelievable. Can you imagine? Can you think about it? Such terrible, terrible times we've had. Yosef Atzalik was in jail for twelve years. Twelve years in his prime, from the age of eighteen till the age of thirty. That's the prime of the human being. That's his. That's his youth. That's his drive. That's his. That's the time when a person builds who he is. He was stuck in jail. But what happens? What's the result of the of being asur? Of being imprisoned. The word asur, which means prohibited, also means imprisoned. Hashem is matir asurim. According to the way the Mejish explains it, it's not in, in this Mejish, it's a little farther on. I'm not going to be able to read it inside. But Hashem is matir asurim. Hashem frees those who are bound. And Hashem creates something which was prohibited becomes permitted. What's the idea? When there's a suppression, when there is a difficulty, when there's an oppression that a person experiences, A Yosef Vatzadik, a Kal Yisrael, the individual, each and every one of us, when we experience a challenge, a difficulty, it's like a wave. And the wave, in order to get high, first it's gotta go low and then come up. And that high for a Yosef Atzadik lasted for the rest of his life, for the for another from from the age of thirty till the age of 110. So another 80 years he was the leader. What did it come from? It came from those 12 years of challenge, those 12 years of difficulty. Those 12 years of, could it be Hashem is not with me? That feeling, Hashem is not with me. That, but interestingly, and this is another important point here, such an important point. Yosef was ready to be a gila of esmecha, to be rejoicing, to sing Hashem's praises, just to get out. Meaning, he didn't, he wasn't expecting expansion. He wasn't expecting anything more. He didn't want anything more. I just want to be, I just want to be free. I just want to be free. But what did he get? He got, he got to become the king. He got to be, his dreams were realized. It reminds me of uh, something that happened in my family, my, my uh, great grandparents, Yosef Yitzchak Stryzenda and his wife, Rachel. They were married for 10 years and they didn't have children. And they were even told, you know, as classic story, type, classic type of story, you know, you should divorce his wife. Rabbi right? Yisrael Yitzhak he said, How could I divorce my wife? I love my wife. He refused. And shortly thereafter, they had my bubby. My bubby was born, Vegas Sasha Streisand. and And that was followed by her sister Yehudis. And the two of them, and the whole family ended up moving in the 30s to Eretz Yisrael. They were saved from World War II because they moved to Eretz Yisrael. Expansion. Expansion. My bubby, her sister lived here. The family, her children and grandchildren still live here. My family ended up moving to, to America, my bubby and Zaidi. But there was that 10 years, and it was followed by an awesome expansion. They, My great grandparents. Followed my bubby and Zaidi, who moved to Palestine in their thirties and they were saved because of that awesome expansion they waited, they had challenge they had difficulty, but that difficulty resulted in an awesome beyond what perhaps what they could have imagined if they would have looked back on it i 'm sure they did beyond what they could have imagined. they followed their children to Eretz Yisrael. and that 's what the magic is telling us. The magistrate is saying, look when you when you get when you get, when you don't get something, when you lose something, when you don't have what you want, when you don't have—I uh, could tell you also another experience that I had, where you know I created an album called Lone of Sjöklar Code" about two and a half years ago, and I invested a tremendous amount of money into it, and I borrowed money, and today I still owe a lot of that money, and I felt very sad about it. I felt very oppressed. I felt very suppressed. And there was a tkufa that I personally had a big down, a big down. Hashem pulled me out of that, gave me, helped me work on Bitochen. helped me work on my, on my focus on trusting Him. And Baruch Hashem was able to create a new album with the help of many, many people. Over two hundred people supported the crowdfunding, and and we were able to create an album. And and I Baruch Hashem, there's so much interest in the album. People are saying it's the you know, Baruch Hashem, I, I I don't take credit for it. People are saying that it's perhaps the best album that I've ever done. But the idea here is, and that's what I want to bring out, is that we all have in our lives situations which are challenging, difficult, and it seems like there's no end to it. And 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 we might feel like you know, I just want, I just want to be like a regular person, like Yosef Atzadik. And we need to know, we we don't always see it. We don't always see the end. We don't always see, you know am not making any promises. I'm just telling you what it says here. Galatia has been waiting 2,000 years for the end of the tunnel. Right? We still haven't... We're close, but we haven't gotten there yet. Right? But there's a, the Medrash is telling us that this is how Hashem works. Hashem, Matirasurim. Hashem puts a person into a challenge like a Yosef, and then there's a Harkova afterwards. There's an expansion afterwards. There's an expansion that we see Hashem did this challenge, and then, boom, there's something massive that comes as a result of the challenge, I'd like to read the rest of the Medrash here. I'll rejoice. This is speaking about I'll rejoice and I will sing about your kindness. It's speaking about the, the Jewish people, the This is talking about Klai Yisrael and the Galus of Mitzrayim. I want to. I want to rejoice the kindness that you did for us. Very interesting. If you would have just taken us out, let us out. Pay, pay off the, you know, pay back the debts to the Egyptians. Give them what the, you know, give them back what they did. They did evil to us. Punish them. But you didn't just do that. You gave us all their money. You gave us an ex- an awesome expansion. And of course, the doesn't say this. But what did they do with the money? They took that money and they created a mishkan, a tabernacle. They used their gold and their silver in order to serve Hashem. Unbelievable. We, we have an appreciation HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Not only did you take us out Not only did, did the Golis end Not only did we get back Eretz Yisrael Not only did we, did we get out of Egypt And America and Europe And all those places where we were oppressed For 2,000 years But you, you made us rich You made us rich All the claims that in Eretz Yisrael You can't make money It's not true It's not true at all Eretz Yisrael is a place, expansion, expansion, Hashem promises us, the wealth of the world, the wealth of Egypt, Kal Yisrael got, when they left Mitzrayim, the wealth of the world, will belong to Ka Yisrael, when, when Mashiach comes as well, let not preferish in the Mishnah, but in the Mejrish, but I'm telling you that it's so, and it's also, a similar concept that's brought, clearly later on in the Mejrish, I'm not going to be able to get to, because of time constraints, but let's just see the end of this, Sure, He says, On you, El, Yisrael, Hashem saw our difficulties, our challenges. This is Klai, so it says, They were evil to us, Egyptians. They oppressed us. Ale'na they gave us very difficult, backbreaking work. We called out to God. Hashem heard our cries. He saw our difficulties. nafshi. You knew the oppression of my soul. It's a reference to the Jewish people. You didn't allow me to be to be given over into the hands of my enemy. When is it that indeed you have allowed us to have that expansion? When was the expansion as a result of all the challenges and difficulties? you expanded my borders. Erz Yisrael is a place of expansion. It's a small country. It's expanding. It's gonna expand soon. And I, I have to say this because I gotta say it. But the gematria of the words Yachhva Shamel Gavucha is tof Shanainch. That's uh 9, uh, 2018 but if you add the five words the, the, the koil of each of the five words it's another five brings you to Tavshin Pe Gimel and I think that we're experiencing a time where very soon we're going to see from Tavshin Ainches 2018 to Tafshin who knows who knows Halavai Tafshin Pe Gimel 2023 expansion of Yisrael not just the expansion. Oh, we just want what we you know. We just want whatever Trump will give us and whatever Netanyahu will give us. No, so much more. We're gonna have it all, Sheikh bin David. Awesome expansion, miracles. But anyway, that's what I'd like to bring out here, and I think that it's a deep lesson has to do with Hashem asks you something, and when we're in the wilderness, we're limited. We're much more limited. We can't eat that basr Taiva. We have to. We have to. If we want to eat meat, we gotta connect it to Hashem. We gotta walk into the Mishkan, bring the Korba, and then we can eat the meat. If we haven't, if we haven't done that, you can't. It's too dangerous to eat the basar Taiva. But in Eretz Yisrael is a different expansion. You live in Eretz Yisrael. You experience constant siyata d'shmay. You see Hashem is helping you every moment, every day. We're living on miracles here. It's unbelievable. When you live with that expanded consciousness, you can eat meat. It was us or before, it was us or before, but that Iser, that oppression, so to speak, that challenge, that forbidden nature, it changed, it switches. Hashem allows it. Why? Because now that we experience that forbidden time, now we can come into the permitted time and think about this in terms of ishus. You can think about it in terms of the relationship between a man and his wife. Now we've gone through that forbidden time. There is a renewal. There is a new appreciation. And now it's permitted, because of the expansion that we've experienced through the Iser, through the time of prohibition. It's an amazing idea. That oppression, that challenge, that difficulty that we experience in our lives, we need to know that it doesn't just, it's not just followed by a time of, of, okay, the problem is over. It's followed, and I've experienced this in my life many times. It's followed by a time of expansion. Because we had the challenge, because we had the difficulty, the result is that we move to a new stage in our relationship to a Baruch Hu, in our relationship with ourselves, our relationship with those around us. I want to bless you and ask you to bless me, Hashem should help us, that we should indeed recognize the to'elas, the purpose of the challenges that we go through. Hashem should help us to have faith that we're going to get to the other side, we're going to have that Bitochen, we're going to get to the point where the problem is over, but not just that, we experience awesome expansion because of our difficulties and our challenges that we experienced. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful shamus. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit ww.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes Ari Goldwag.